0: Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney here. I am so excited because I recently received my latest order from Sock Religious. I ordered the He is Risen socks in order to celebrate Easter. And we know that Easter is not just one Sunday out of the year, but we have several Sundays of Easter that I'll be able to wear these socks as I celebrate Mass. If you are looking for the perfect gift for First Communion or Confirmation, Make it sock religious. You'll be sharing the gift of faith with whoever you gift them to. For more information, find the link in the show notes to order your socks today from Sock Religious, whether they're for yourself or as a gift. Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. Today, I am honored and delighted to be speaking with Roma Downey. Roma Downey is an Emmy-nominated actress, producer and New York Times bestselling author for her novel, Box of Butterflies, and has been creating inspirational content for 25 years. Born in Northern Ireland, she was classically trained in London. She has performed on stage with the famed Abbey Theatre and has appeared both on and off-Broadway. For almost a decade, Roma starred on the hit CBS show Touched by an Angel in her role as the tender-hearted angel, Monica. She garnered multiple Emmy and Golden Globe nominations. Roma and her husband Mark Burnett produced the Bible series on the History Channel that was viewed by more than 100 million people in the U.S. alone. They also produced the feature film Son of God that stunned the box office when it became one of the highest-faith movie openings of all time. Roma launched Lightworkers Media in 2011 along with her husband, award-winning producer Mark Burnett. Their latest production is the film Resurrection, which is releasing on March 27th on Discovery Plus, that new streaming platform that you've probably seen advertisements for. I had the opportunity to watch an advanced screening of Resurrection and to write a review, which was published on Catholic Exchange, in which I encouraged people to experience Holy Week and the Resurrection with the Blessed Virgin Mary. Today, I'm speaking with Roma Downey about the film Resurrection. Roma, so many people know you because of your role Untouched by an Angel. When I was telling some of my parishioners that I had the opportunity to interview you, they always recollected your role in Touched by an Angel. They knew exactly who you were. I guess. Could you just share a little bit about your experience with that hit television show? What that meant to you, and, and maybe also, what is it like working in Hollywood as a believer?
1: We filmed that actually in Utah, and that um, uh, I would be invited down by CBS to various uh, um, events and so on. And I think they, you know, they 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 never quite knew what to make to make of the success of the show, you know. I think um, they were all very surprised that it that it took off the way it did. Um, but it held such a central message, you know, that the, there is a God and that he loves you and that he wants to be part of your life. And I think that people were just hungry for that message, hungry to hear that every week. And at its height, on Sunday evenings, more than 25 million people tuned in. To hear that, to hear that message of hope, you know, and it was lovely for me as a, as a, as a believer, as a Catholic, to to get to be the, the messenger, you know, and to get to deliver, to get to deliver that message. So I think I've been so strongly in that in that space for a very long time. That show began in 1994, um, that when I uh, sort of switched gear and m- moved my career more towards producing than acting. Um, You know, I feel that I've, you know, had earned, you know, like trust, I guess trust in the space, you know, that, um, and I felt, um, you know, when we first, our first project to take on was the Bible series, and You know, there was a moment in there where Mark and I looked at each other and said, we must have just completely lost our minds. (laughs) If we think we're going to, you know, I mean, how do we even begin? How do we even start? It was such an um, epic and gigantic undertaking. And so, and terrifying also, you know, terrifying because we wanted to be, get accurate, you know, it's, you're not like messing around with the Bible, you know. You got to, you got to tell the story. It's our, be- you know, beloved sacred book. Um, but uh, you know, it, it all the right people showed up. It's like you know, it's just, it felt, you know, we got, we pulled together just excellent people. It's always it takes a village, father, to make of uh, anything, you know, to make anything. And uh, we've been very grateful and fortunate to work with wonderful actors, with wonderful you know, directors and technicians and designers. I mean, for resurrection, imagine this, if you will. We're in Morocco to film it, and we uh, have to build a set that will be the, the, the temple, the old temple in Jerusalem, and we have to build the Jerusalem st- streets. So we, we're, we're building old Jerusalem. We have over 500 craftsmen. Working 24 hours around the clock for six weeks to build this massive set. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous. And we had streets and alleys and rooftops, and, you know, any direction you pointed the camera. It was just a textured, vibrant, uh, living uh, set. And we, put, you know, we put our actors in there, we put our extras, we put animals, camels, horses, and goats. Donkeys and chickens, marketplace, and uh, beautiful costumes. And, you know, suddenly, piece by piece, it all just starts coming together and it just becomes alive, you know? And then to get to, to, to have all that and then to get to tell this extraordinary story. I mean, this extraordinary story without the story, we, you know, it's a, it's a linchpin of our faith, this story. You could take Christmas out of the New Testament you would still have the New Testament, you know, but if you take Easter out of the New Testament, it, it's, you know, it's not the same at all. This is the most important story. And I think for such a time as this, when we've all, you know, coming out of lockdown and, and the challenge of this particular year, to be able to have a story um, of hope uh, and to have a story where you know, out of the darkness, out of the fear, out of the tomb, you know, this resurrection occurred at a time when, you know, when we're all, I think, hoping for a resurrection in each of our own lives as we reclaim our lives, you know. And may this movie serve as a reminder of just how, you know, what a sacrifice Jesus made for us because he loved us. And may it be a reminder that when we are emboldened, with Spirit, um, that we can change the world.
0: Definitely. And you capture the Holy Spirit so beautifully at the very end of the film, uh, Resurrection. And uh, after the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, Peter says something to the effect, now we can go and spread this message. And so it's beautiful you mentioned the Holy Spirit there. I know.
1: It's a great moment, isn't it? And, you know, because we we can bring in great special effects we were able to really uh, go to town on Pentecost. I thought it looked amazing when that fire comes flying through the room and they just they just hold hands and pray, you know, and then they stumble out just almost, you know, full of spirit, speaking tongues, and speaking languages they don't even understand. <laughs> and, you know, I just love that. I think because I, I always forget that the Holy Spirit's available to all of us, you know. Um and I, you know, believe me. And in the making of these of these projects, I have prayed long and hard. You know that Spirit would come in and help us. You know, direct us and inspire us and help us make good choices. And you know, um, and you know, I I I I'm very happy with how the film turned out. I think Resurrection um, will become a an annual. Uh, Chris, uh, Easter experience for families to gather together around the TV and watch, and um, you know it's uh, it's just uh, really exciting for us to get to get to roll it out to get to share it, you know. And I, think... I often think the Great Commission because that's what you're referencing there. Really, is that Je- when Jesus ascended, he told them, you know, go and go tell everyone, go tell the world. And, um, and I, he sent the Holy Spirit to, to help power them, to fuel them to be able to go do that. But, you know, that's also, I mean, as, as your life, you've dedicated your life um, to the Church, and so you really, you know, took that calling in your life, and we thank you for that. You know, I, I had a different calling in my life when I originally decided to become an actress, but... I feel, in some ways, that that these you know the movies and the TV shows, the biblical ones that we're making, is is a kind of a calling in some ways, you know. And it's at least it's, it's my way to answer: go spread the good news, you know. So we're just trying to do it through film, and um, and hopefully reach a big audience. And I'm I'm hopeful that it, you know, I think that the Catholics and and Christians around around the country will will naturally gravitate to a movie called Resurrection, I would think. But there's also the opportunity maybe for people that that don't share our faith, you know, but who just want to see a good movie. Because it plays out like a good thriller, I think. You know, it's got a lot of tension and um, a lot of drama. Um, and, you know, no, no spoiler alerts, Everybody knows the story. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know when you see you know i think particularly these these men who are now saints in our church and you know when we think of saints it, it's sort of a bit lofty you know they it like removes them from from the, the the humanity of what must have been going on and that was something we tried to do which was just to you know they were they were people like you and me and so that means they must have had all the emotions that that you or i could feel you know and I'm sure they were devastated when Jesus died, you know. He, he was their Lord and Master, their teacher, their friend. They loved him. A friend died. He was murdered on a cross, and um, and they were scared, you know. But to see that turn throughout the, the course of the movie, um, to see their joy mm-hmm. when he comes back. He asked them to follow him. They left their lives to follow him. And he told them he was the son of God. And by rising from the dead, he showed them he was who he said he was. And, you know, that's uh, just such a beautiful, beautiful story. And it was just a great privilege to be able to to film it, to be able to edit it, to put it together um, for this Easter in particular.
0: It was a marvelous production. You're right. I think people are going to turn to this film, uh, just as people have done so for the last few uh, years, decade. I think two decades now, at least 20 years since Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ, and your film is going to be one that people go back to again and again. You, you mentioned...
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, we ha- we also had made the movie Son of God. I don't know if you... Yes, yeah. Saw ...that one. And, um, and in that one, as well as producing it, I... Also stepped into the role of the Blessed Mother, and um, uh, that's why particularly I have a great um, love and affection for um, Mary. And um, I was raised and educated by the Sisters of Mercy uh, back in Ireland, or we used to jokingly call them the Sisters of No Mercy, (laughs) 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 and. But, um, but I know when I, when I was filming those scenes um, as uh, the Blessed Mother at the foot of the cross, my goodness, I was struck. Um, I mean, it was so heart-wrenching. And I must admit that I had never fully considered what she must have been feeling before. I've always, when I thought of the crucifixion, naturally thought of Jesus. I thought of his suffering thought of, you know, how painful it must have been and how much he loved us. And I I've always thought of him. About, I never really um, thought of what she must be feeling before. And it, to stand down there, even though it was just a reenactment, I realized that to be able to witness your own child being murdered so horribly just showed what enormous courage she had. And I really believe that she stood there for him, so that when he looked down from the cross, he looked into the eyes of love. And it's just so powerful to think that when he was dying, he only said seven things from the cross, but as he was dying, he took the time to love his mother. Hmm. And, you know, it's just so touching to me that, that... You know, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. That was my experience. In Resurrection, we have a beautiful actress, Greta Sarchi, who plays um, uh, the Blessed Mother. And there's a wonderful scene when the disciples have all gathered back. It's right in the aftermath. Jesus has just died. And they're all thinking, we should run away. Maybe they're going to kill us next. We should leave. What should we do? And she comes down and she says can't you just wait he said three days can't you just wait Mm. give him three days and it's very powerful you know a mother's heart is a powerful thing
0: yeah to be honest in my review i say that it is the most exquisite portrayal of the blessed mother that i've seen on film just the way that you bring out the person of mary that resurrection really captures her sorrow, it captures her grief, it captures also her firm faith and belief, because as you mentioned, I she says, agree. can't it's you have like, three I days? I love
1: that. I love that about this. She never doubts for a moment, and and her strength and her dignity. Um, I think it's an absolutely beautiful performance that Greta gives, and um You know, in fact, all and indeed all of the actors. I think it's it's very very strongly cast, and um, you know, then we're able to take the aliveness of those performances, the images, the you know the textures, that world that was created, and go back into scripture when we read it or when we hear the gospel read. Um, I think it it sort of brings it alive in new and exciting ways, too.
0: What were you looking for, for example, as you were casting uh, for the Blessed Mother, for Mary, given that you played Mary yourself uh, in one of the films, uh, what were you looking for in the actress? And maybe secondly, what, was, uh, what informed your portrayal of Mary?
1: Well, in this in in Son of God uh, and the Bible series, when I um, had the opportunity to play Mary, I, I actually didn't ever plan on being in the, in the uh, film myself originally, but we found we'd already cast um, the, our young actress to play uh, Mary uh, in the nativity sequence, and so um, the the actress that we were considering to play. Um, Mary later in the in the story for the crucifixion and so on. Um, we had to find somebody that looked somewhat like the young young actress, and a couple of actresses that were in consideration didn't look anything like eye color, nose shape. Everything was so different. We didn't think, even though they were in different parts of the movie, we thought that you know we needed to have some element of believability. So, you know, as as Destiny would have it. My husband said to me, you know, he says, I think you're missing the obvious here, and, and, you know, she looks a little bit like you, and you you, you really ought to do us a favor and just step in here and play it yourself. There wasn't really much of a role, to be honest. There wasn't very much dialogue or anything when it was my turn to play her. Um, When we were creating this, this script that became Resurrection, um... We had an opportunity to inform the personality more, to give, to, and we wanted to show the strength because I, what I had learned from my portrayal was the strength that she, that I had such a knowing of the strength that she had because of her endurance of witnessing, you know, Our Lady of Sorrows, right, of what she, what she had to go through and um and so, as the, we were working with the writers, putting the script together, we were able to craft those moments that you've just referenced uh, that you enjoy to show um you know a, a a more complete picture of her and And so therefore, we knew that we needed an actress who could embody those qualities and Greta brought us that you know she's a strong woman she's um you know. Uh, when they there's a scene if you recall where she uh, where the Romans come in and they're searching for the, the the men and you know they're being quite abrupt and potentially are going to be uh, violent and she doesn't uh, bend at all you know if anything she she straightens her spine and she looks them in the eye and I love that I love that about this performance and this portrayal because you know um you know, in order to endure what she did, she must have had, you know, these qualities. What the as thi- a girl, as a girl, a uh, father, I had the opportunity to go to a few uh, Marian shrines. I've been to uh, Lourdes, and I've been to Fatima. And in my own country of Ireland, I've been to Nock. But, um, uh, uh, yeah... And my name, um, uh, my, re- my birth name was Rose after my granny Downey and Mary after my, well, after the Blessed Mother, of course, but after my granny O'Reilly. And um, the story goes that they took me down, it was uh, the early 1960s in Ireland, and my mother wanted to call me Roma. She was taking the R-O from the Rose and M-A from Mary. And she took me down, and, and she said, we christen her Roma. And the priest said, you can't christen her Roma. There's no saint called Roma. And he said, we'll christen her Rosemary, and you can call her whatever you like. <laughs> and so I was christened Rosemary, but they always called me Roma. But just a, a silly little story. But really, I wanted you to know it, because my middle name is Mary.
0: I imagined that you probably had been to Nock, and Dana gives such a beautiful um, song of Our Lady of Knock, her rendition of it. And um, as we talk about resurrection, uh, in the film, of course, you portray the resurrection appearances. So, for example, Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. You capture that very well. He then goes to the upper room, appears to the apostles, and Thomas isn't there, and so we have that appearance of Jesus And the other uh, scriptural ones, maybe just as a way to close as we talk about Mary and the resurrection, do you think Jesus would have appeared to his mother? This is a question that's open for any belief that you want. Of course, it's not in the scriptures. There are different beliefs. Different individuals propose the fact that Jesus appeared to his mother, but what, uh, of course, is not portrayed in the film, I guess. What do you believe? What would you think about Jesus appearing to his mother? After the resurrection
1: uh, yes, I, um, I you know it's something that we've uh, in our house we've had many a, a, a healthy discussion around this topic. of course, it's not in the gospel, but but um you know there are many things I'm sure that happened that are not in the gospels, right um, I you know personally, maybe because I'm uh, you know a romantic too I just think that he would have. I believe he would have. What
0: do you think, Father? I I believe that too. So um, Saint Ignatius of Loyola, who is the founder of the Jesuits, uh, proposes that in his uh, meditations for a retreat that he wrote called the Spiritual Exercises. John Paul II readily believed in the appearance of Jesus to his mother Mary. There's an ancient document from a, a thinker named Maximus the Confessor, and he gives the reason why Mary Magdalene is the first witness. And basically he says, that Mary would not have been credible that the mo- that the mother of the one who rose from the dead would not be a credible eyewitness to the fact that her son rose from the dead so Mary Magdalene becomes the witness There are other depictions, too, uh, in writings of the mystics that say, well, maybe Mary stayed at the tomb all night as she waited for the resurrection. Others put her tracing the steps of the way of the cross. In your film, you have her at one point kind of, you know, laying down, grieving the fact that Jesus had died. So, you know, there, there are many different things we could think about when it comes to Mary's role uh, at the resurrection and her receiving uh, and what happened in those days after the the crucifixion until that announcement came that he had risen from the dead
1: yes what a moment that must have been (laughs) for her you know but um, uh, yes it's lovely to hear you uh, to speak on that and you're so knowledgeable I so appreciate your and um, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed the movie. I pray that it will be, you know, a blessing for anyone who sees it and, um, you know, that that it will be something that people can watch on TV from the comfort of their own homes um, and enjoy during the Easter season.
0: And people can watch Resurrection on Discovery Plus, which is a new streaming platform. You'll have to register. Maybe you'll get a free trial for the first month. Uh, I don't know how that all works, but that's how you can find Roma Downey's new film, Resurrection, that she produced with her husband, Mark Burnett, and an exquisite portrayal of Mary for Catholics and non-Catholics alike. Check it out. You have been listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. If you don't mind, please leave a review of How They Love Mary on Apple Podcasts. Share the podcast with your family or your friends. It's available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, or wherever people find their podcasts. And if you don't mind, please give me a follow on social media at the handle at FR Edward Looney. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Until next time, let's remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless.